Welcome to today's Newsroom Special with Liam Riley. From assisting an elderly parent to looking after a disabled child or helping a sick neighbour, unpaid carers form the invisible backbone of society. And whilst their role is often assumed without hesitation, many carers aren't even aware of the vital work they do every day. According to the charity Carers UK, unpaid carers save the taxpayer £132 billion each year. But what support is there for carers themselves? To tell us more, we were joined by Della Phillips, whose life changed dramatically when she became a carer for her parents, and Emily Holshausen from Carers UK. Just how many unpaid carers are there estimated to be in the UK? Well, there are staggering 6.5 million people who are caring unpaid in the UK today. Uh, that's about one in ten of the whole population, including children and older people. And the thing about this is that most people don't recognise themselves as caring as an unpaid carer. They think of themselves as sons, daughters, brothers, sisters, good neighbours and good friends. It's something that a lot of us do out of love and out of a sense of duty, but we don't recognise ourselves as, as, as carers. And the problem with that is that people often put their needs at the back of the queue and don't get the support that they need early enough. Mm, so that figure could be much higher. Absolutely. Um, what we're seeing is that caring is actually on the rise. Uh, we're seeing more people who are doing caring within their families because we're living in an ageing society and people are providing more care. That's partially because of our ageing society, people living longer with disabilities in the community, but it's also because we've seen a, a withdrawal of support at a national level as well. So what do you think defines being a carer? Um, that's a really interesting question. One I think you should ask Della as well, because um, uh, she would she would um, give a very good response to that. Being a carer is something that can be very emotionally rewarding, but it can also be emotionally challenging. It can be doing all sorts of tasks, everything from phoning up for reassurance. If you have an autistic child, it might include prompting, planning, making sure they're okay, they can cope throughout the day and cope with the challenges. If it's mum or dad, they might be increasingly frail. They might not want support, and you have to negotiate that mm. as a person might be brother or sister with mental illness, with depression or, or bipolar or schizophrenia. And it, it, it can happen overnight, very suddenly, or it can creep up gradually. The other thing, of course, is that we have more people who are caring at a distance. You're not necessarily caring in your own home. It might be somebody in your local community. They could be hundreds of miles away, or you could be trying to care for people who live in another country. And that is also a phenomenon where you're trying to arrange care at a distance, which is very challenging and unrecognised, I think. Right. So, Della, you became a carer for your parents, is that right? That's, that's right, yes. Very suddenly. Um, it wasn't something that I'd expected was going to happen. Uh, they were 80, uh, but they'd always been very independent, always been in very good health. Uh, but at the time, they were living in France and they were visiting us. Um, and it was Christmas 2010, and my mum suddenly had a massive heart attack. Mm. Um, my husband uh, started CPR. Uh, and then she was rushed into hospital, and it was very clear that she wasn't able to go back home with my dad. Um, and then shortly after that, just a matter of a couple of months, my father also got um, ill, and uh, he had a he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, he was unable to walk for a good few months, so I was in and out of rehabilitation, out of hospital, and 
it, it's something that I wanted to do because they're my parents and I love them. Um, mm. So I hadn't thought of it as a caring role other than, you know, they're my parents and I love them and I wanted to look after them. That is what I was going to ask. So in the initial phase of it happening, you, you didn't identify yourself as a carer? Not really, no. I think it was just something I had to do because it had happened and I would have done the same had it been uh, my daughter that, that had been involved in something uh, that was debilitating. Um, and so, you know, they couldn't go home, it was clear. But we, when, we, when we started looking after them, and I say we, that's my husband and my daughter, we took them into our own home. Under the... Um, well, we thought that it was only going to be temporary. Um, but, of course... What we didn't realise was that they were both going to deteriorate individually and at the same time um, to the extent where they they never went home. So it wasn't really until three or four years in that I thought to myself, well, wow, you know, this is life now. And I, I didn't identify the fact that I was a carer full time. I was just looking after my parents. Um, but it became more and more difficult. And our life became more and more stressful. Um, and it was hard to keep the rest of our life going for our daughter, for my husband, and I was running my own business, so that suffered. So, yeah, it was, it was hard. So it really affected your life, completely transformed your life once that happened? Totally, just just overnight. And, and I think um, I wasn't aware that there were these places around that uh, Emily can give you more information about. Um, and they did a, um, a case study, Embracing Carers, about my situation. And that's why I wanted to get involved today, was to basically um, try and help other people. So whoever's listening, if they're in this situation, is to maybe take a bit of advice to look into getting help, because I wasn't aware it was there. And even when I was, I don't think I was as aware what was available. Um, and it would have made my life a lot easier, actually. Mm, because we need people to care for the carers. Of course we do, yeah. And we need to look after ourselves, too. And that's one big issue. Um, because you end up like a headless chicken, running around, fitting everything in, getting more and more tired, eating less, sleeping less, um, becoming quite irritable and, and depressed. It had a massive effect on our finances, uh, and we're still reeling uh, with that now. It's still affecting us today, and mum and dad have, have since passed away. Um, so it has a knock-on effect for a long time. Mm. Well, Emily, the Embracing Carers movement that Della just mentioned, it launched the By Day By Night scheme. So what would you like to see highlighted by this scheme? Well, the first thing is to really look at carers' experiences where they are caring by day by night, doing other things as well, like you might be juggling work with care, the people you sit next to at work or work with, they might not realise that you're caring. We really want to highlight the role that carers play in society and to say that um, if you're doing that or you know somebody who's, who's caring, then to put them in touch with sources of information and advice. Like um, Carers UK, we can help guide people as a charity, we have a whole wealth of information out there to support people. So if any of our listeners do believe that they, they may be affected by any of these issues, where would you recommend that they go? Well, the first stop I would say is to go to Carers UK's website. We can point you to some of the national entitlements that you have, but also provide links to support that might be on your doorstep as well. Uh, we also have an online forum which is uh, used by carers to support other carers where somebody can discuss something at any time of the night or day and somebody will have stood in your shoes so they can provide that really Im important emotional support um, 
you might not need help now. You might think you're managing really well. But still have a look because you know what might be available then when you need it. So help prevent those financial challenges, mm, definitely. those health challenges, some of which might all be, you know, you might not be able to avoid them, but mm. you might be able to put them off for a while by finding out about um, the right sort of support available. Okay, so that website again? It's carersuk.org. Okay, Emily, thank you very much for your time. And Della, thanks very much for sharing your story with us. You're welcome. Thanks very much. Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV.